the 2023 a year back just jesus christ let's start over that just sucked that was probably your worst one since your first one all right you're gonna and by the it. way you also in the last go around you took three I, takes so i, I just want to remind yeah. you of how bad yeah. yours was because it yeah. never Once. happens but i enjoyed Once. it so. yeah okay try harder okay bye <laughs> On this episode of Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered, we look back at 2023, the big winners, the losers, and we forecast what 2024 is going to look like. All the controversy that's likely to come, going to be an incredible show. Tune in. You talk about it privately. We talk about it publicly. This is the Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered Podcast. Welcome again to the Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, James Dwiggins, along with my co-host, Crazy Uncle Keith. Yes, sir. Keith, tell us who our guests are today. Uh, this super brilliant tall guy named James Dwiggins. Oh, stop And it. a perfectly bald head-shaped guy named Keith Robinson. Yeah. That's stop. right. Boys and girls, this is time for James and I talking about our thoughts about 2023 and our predictions and insights for 2024. We're also men in black today. I just want to make point Wait, out. I'm in Navy, actually. You oh, probably whatever. can't tell because it's dark in here. But, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so. so let's start. Let's kick it off. Let's do let's it. Let's go. I'm going to be the host for this one. Uh, we're switching microphones. I'll be the host. I'll ask the questions, and then we'll both give the answers. Let's take it right out of the gate. Who do you think were the biggest winners in real estate for 2023? Um, biggest winners in real estate for 2023. Yep. Gonna go a little crazy here on this one. I'm gonna say <laughs> uh, Remax and anywhere. Um, oh. I know, and the okay. reason I say that is they uh, they settled out, and as obviously everybody can tell, <laughs> everyone's getting sued. Copycat lawsuits are happening. They were first to exit. Uh, I've been pretty vocal about the fact that we need to be doing a settlement for all sorts of reasons. I'm sure we'll talk about at some point today, uh, but I think they were smart in their strategy. Uh, to get this thing behind them so they could continue to move forward and, and not have this hanging over their, their head, their stock price, their initiatives, their leadership. It's just, it just, it's just yucky. And they, uh -huh. uh, they've got themselves in a, in a good spot to focus on 2024 and, uh, and you know continue to move forward as a company on their initiatives without any of that drama. So I think they were, I think they were the biggest winners in 2023. So... That is a really good one. I think there's power and clarity, even though they did stroke massive checks to get out of it. I mean, or, but really, did they though? Like, well, look. I mean, look, it's a big yeah, amount of money. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just. No, 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 no. But, yeah, they did. Right. If you came to my house and took half the money out of my bank account, it would <laughs> it would hurt, right? Like, so yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money in the grand scheme of like how nasty that could be. They did pretty sure. well on that. It's so, still yeah. there's still a reason that they are disagree. on your biggest winners list, yeah. uh, but yeah. yeah. Half of all your cash is still half of all your cash. Nice. All right. I will pivot off a little bit. Uh, for me, the biggest winners in real estate for 2023 were uh, home builders. We had a market where your sellers were rate locked and not putting their homes on the market. Buyers were hyper, hyper, understandably, hyper interest rate sensitive. And the home builders raked in with both of those things because number one, they could control the inventory. Uh, they were just swinging hammers as fast as they could, putting homes into the marketplace. And uh, the consumer and the industry were much more comfortable with communicating about delivering on a rate buy down. So you had situations where there were homes available, where in other parts there <clears> were not. 
And uh, they could offer a rate that was more competitive than if you went to look at a residential resale property in your same city. So and there's a shortage of housing in the country. So like massive shortage of housing economics, right? Yep. And uh, <laughs> they did very well in yep. 2023. So uh, U.S. home builders, specifically the bigger ones, but really all of them, uh, were the biggest real estate winners for 2023. Okay, can't talk about lo- uh, winners without talking about losers. So. <laughs> Um, I know what yours will be, <laughs> but just for fun, uh, let's uh, act like I don't. I the biggest loot. I mean, on this specific question, you've been relatively verbose. <laughs> <laughs> Who do but you it's think coming big- from a place of, I think it sometimes is. people don't realize this is not from a place of trying to tear things down. It's a frustration no. of the fact that. Like, it's really important. Yeah. <laughs> just... Like, it's like, that's a great point before we actually give the people the answer. Look, love doesn't, love tells you when you got food in your teeth at a party, right? Like, if you really care about somebody and love them enough, you'll tell them when they got spinach dip in their grill so that they don't run around the party <laughs> looking like an idiot, right? And so when I hear your impassioned pleas on this specific topic, which we are about to get to, I think of it as you loving them enough to tell them that they've got spinach dip in their teeth at the party. Okay. Biggest losers in real estate for 2023 hit us. Uh, National association of realtors and, and a byproduct, the industry. Um, I, I think it's very clear that, uh, you know, I think it's very clear that NER's PR message is completely, utterly flawed. Uh, And, you know, the industry was expecting one thing, the opposite occurred. Uh, certainly the industry is trying to figure out what is going on over there. <laughs> it's been one blow after the other, uh, yeah. even technically 2024, another blow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think that, and the byproduct is, is the industry that backs them and is, it deserves better like Mm -hmm. to put it bluntly and that organization needs a massive overhaul that pr team is completely utterly off track it has absolutely no concept of what its membership wants to hear they need to get in the field belly to belly with people and start having conversations take the playbook they've got throw the whole goddamn thing out the window because Mm -hmm. it is so flawed i've never seen an organization more tone deaf right now and i feel bad for well hold on I feel bad because it's just spinach in the teeth. That's there's all. good people there trying to do good things, but they're just not like one of the best things I ever learned in leadership was if you don't know what's going on, go get belly to belly with your people. Mm-hmm. And in our organization, we do a survey every year, every yeah. single year we survey. It's extensive our franchise space about every single thing we're doing right and wrong. We love to hear the good stuff. We focus on the bad stuff and we spend a lot of time <laughs> yeah. figuring that out. And the, the, and I'll, and I'll get off of this, but the, it's NAR is in a bad spot. It's so important that they fix this because this industry, you and I've spent enough time to understand that this industry will collapse without them. And I think mm-hmm. people are naive to think that that's not the case if you just do some research on the things that we benefit from. Yeah. But I am very concerned for the realtor community if there isn't a significant shift from top to bottom over there in how it's governed, what they do, who's involved, the decision-making process. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so unfortunately, I think the industry was the biggest loser in 2023. So, yeah, I, uh, now, I won't pile on. I, I will echo two sentiments. One, um, there are some really great people working really hard trying to do the right thing over there, and they care deeply. No argument. Yeah. And it just feels like they're using an antiquated playbook. Like, like, it, like it feels like the the communication, the, the way it's being done, there is a massive lack of authenticity and transparency and vulnerability, right? And this isn't the time for, and I get it. I, I do understand the bigger your organization gets, the more people get involved, the more things are done by committee. I, I understand all of that. And there's some reasons that you have to do that. And there are some times where you just got to hit lights on camera on and just talk to your people. And um, not that just looking... be off, just be real. Like, yeah. The messaging that's coming out of that organization, it's like, Jesus, we're not children. Like, we understand it's a mess. Let's just call it a mess, call a spade yeah. a spade. Mm -hmm. And then let's be adults and be like, we realize it's a mess. We don't have all the answers, but we're going to yeah. give them to you as we yeah, get my, them. You know, My best example is, you know, I, I've even incorrectly said that NARS had a lack of communication. And then someone straightened me out. They're like, no. We have, we've communicated a ton. We've sent a ton of emails. I was like, ah, that's the problem. It's the, the, the vehicle of email isn't how you communicate to your membership, right? Like, of course you have to send some emails, but I, I don't want to run NAR and they aren't asking me to probably cause they're too smart to ask me to run NAR, but I, I would be doing a short form video, long form video, constant update communication as much as humanly possible into my organization. I would be paying gobs of money for retargeting to the industry so that they couldn't help but log into TikTok to do their dumb dances, see my uh, stupidest trend in real estate later. Uh, they, they couldn't log into TikTok or anywhere else and not hear from me and just hear me talking to them earnestly and on, as honestly as I could in the moment. And I know that's a dramatic oversimplification, which I am guilty of, but whatever their version of that would be for an organization. All right, I'm going to shift us to my answer for the biggest losers in real estate I for 2023. I, I bet I can guess it. Yeah, I bet you get to. Yeah. Go, go, go. Uh, it is the beleaguered, battered first-time homebuyer. Ah, knew it. Yes. Yeah. Um, they've probably had the worst year. I don't have any data to back this up. This is just opining on opinion. But it's been a terrible year for the first-time homebuyer. Property values continue to go up through most of the country. Interest rates spiked and doubled over a two-year period um it, it's just it, the stuff with nar and what may happen with uh how buyers uh pay the commission and the fact that they could be personally responsible for that on the other side of this in the not too distant future there, there has been nothing but affordability headwinds for the first time home buyer uh i maybe we can edit in the clip of me asking chris george with uh, cmg about 100 year mortgages <laughs> and him, him laughing in my face um but we need to find a solution for the first time home buyer um well it just go. got harder too because yeah and it's going to it's going to continue to get Thank harder you, because <sighs> yeah yeah it's it's and the reason that i care so much and and maybe i'll get on my soapbox for just a second is we're we're at and i don't want to be a this may not be true okay i could be um I could be a little doomsdaying here, but I think there's a real possibility that we have the first generation that just says, forget it. I almost dropped my first F-bomb. <clears throat> that almost says, For forget it <laughs> on buying a home. It's just not worth it, right? And it, for most folks, 
buying a home is the one investment that they got right. It is it is a huge wealth multiplier uh, historically, and I don't know what will happen if we have uh, the a large percentage of a generation that just says, "Forget it. It's too hard." And we need to change some things on that. We need to make it more accessible for the first time home buyer. Don't worry about me who's going to be trading out of, you know, whatever, how many homes I'm on. Like, I'll figure it out. But let's figure out how to help the first time home buyer uh, get access and get their foot in the door in this marketplace. It so is the, biggest the loser, largest generation, it's the largest generator of wealth in this country is housing, yeah, period. Correct, End of story. Correct. Especially for yeah. generational wealth. Yep. Um, and well, you look at you look at all the statistics for for <laughs> families who buy a home versus families who don't, and I mean the the trend line is this massive uh, difference. There's a massive difference in the trend line of of, of generating wealth for those families. Hey Keith, right, well, so, can I take you off subject for a sec? Yeah, sure. Can you give your, can you give the viewers and listeners your like three minute overview mm. of where you think the market will be in 2024? Just since you're kind of talking about that, like with you know rates yeah, sort of coming sure. down, kind of leveling mm -hmm. off, obviously. Yeah, rates of Rates have definitely come so down. Give so it, yeah, give here, everybody your sort of three to four minute sort of overview where you think we'll land this year. Okay. Uh, the starter gun went off for 2024 about 60 days ago. We just all missed it because it was at the worst possible time for us as an industry because none of us were paying attention. Uh, rates started to go down. Rates are down significantly. I believe the trend rate, uh, the trend direction, maybe is a better way to say it. The trend direction for rates in 2024 will be down. And this is the first time in a long time, perhaps ever, but certainly in my career, we're very used to when rates go down, it unlocks some buyers, right? Every time you go down on a percentage point, there's some people who couldn't afford to buy who would or people who bailed out of the market who come back in. That's awesome. We're used to that. We know how to model for that. What we've never had is now in today's market, because there, the, the, most of the research that I've looked at says the sweet spot for sellers to come back into the marketplace, because there's a bunch of people with sub 5% interest rates. There's a bunch of people with, you know, everyone talks about 2.3, and sure those people exist, but there's a, most of them are between four and five, or four and five and a half, oh, four and a half to five and a half. So when rates get down to five, it will unlock pretty much anyone who wants to move because they have massive equity uh, appreciation over the last several year period. So we're go every time interest rates go down 1%, you've unlocked not only buyers, which we're very used to, but you also unlock sellers. Yeah. And that is going to create this wave effect, right? This amplification effect where it is going to be, I was, uh, positive about 2024 what i've been saying prior to recently is things are going to get better it's just not going to feel like it right like it's going to get better but it's not going to feel amazing if rates continue to do what they're doing now barring inflationary events and there are things that out there like war is an inflationary event there are things that are out there in the place that could create it but barring some sort of upward inflationary pressure event i think uh we're going to have a robust 2024. I think there is an opportunity uh, to gain market share for agents and companies who keep their eye on the ball. The The problem is, is that oftentimes, like we're going it, to, it's going to start in February, in my opinion, it'll start to get better in February going into March and we will have a robust summer. You can't wait until you notice it to start. So the agents and companies who started two months ago already have a big advantage in running the race. And every agent and company that waits another month or two to start, you're going to get 
you're you're too far behind. We already bought so, in Q4, so we're already on correct. the upswing. Yeah, we're on the upswing has started, and usually it starts in February and March. So it yeah. started earlier because of the rate uh, change uh, from the Fed. And so get out there, kids. What is your, uh, do you think recession, hard landing, soft landing? Yeah, uh, I am in, I believe we will have a recession. Um, I hope it's a mild one. There are so many variables. That's a hard one to call. A nice, this sounds terrible, but a nice little recession will actually help us with rates even more and mm. speed up the real estate market. Just how so, much we want, obviously. Right? Yeah, if it gets really bad and there's a lot of job loss, then people, yeah. yeah, and people just get scared if it's really bad and they stop making big life decisions. But like a polite little recession would actually help the real estate market even more. Mm -hmm. Well, we've been in a recession, so like we're... Real estate's been in for two yeah. years. It's our time to come yeah. out, right? Yeah. And the country hasn't really had to feel it, so... Yeah. I think they're going to start to feel it. And look, recession used to mean, now we debate on what the actual definition of recession is. Of course is, we which, do. Yeah, because <laughs> we debate the definition of everything nowadays. But used to mean two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. Mm -hmm. uh, will we hit that? Uh, maybe, probably, I think. I'll go with yes. But it doesn't matter so long as it's not great for a little while. And there is some pain, and I believe the pain is coming. The U.S. consumer has slowed down dramatically. The U.S. consumer isn't spending as hard as they were anymore. They, I think, are officially out of money. And that, when the U.S. consumer slows down, that puts downward pressure on the economy. Downward pressure on the economy leads to downward pressure on rates because they want to stimulate us getting back out there spending money. And that will be good for residential real estate. Thank you for that. I think it's good. Yep. What's your uh, yep. last question I have for you on that? What's your forecast for... Uh, home sales this year. NARS forecasting 4.7 of what I read that Lawrence threw out. Uh, units? You mean yeah, units? units? Sorry, yeah, units. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah. 4.7 million units. What's yours? 4.5. Four, five. Spot. Four, five. Yeah, 4.5. Yeah, I think they're close. I think they're close. I think it's all hint. I mean, there's, there, this is as fragile a mark. Anything that's new, right? Anytime you're just coming out of it, it's really fragile. And so yeah, I, I could easily get to a place in my brain where it was 4.2, 4, 4.1, 4. Uh, I don't, you know, historical average 5.3. I don't think we get anywhere near there. No. Um, 2025 should look more like that, but yeah. Not, yeah. Not so sure. I, I'm in the four or five ish camp. Okay. Yeah. We're on the yeah. same page. All right. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Uh, let's switch to tech. Best. Oh real wait, estate. I, are we gonna? I want to do leaders. I want to. Can I? I thought we had one. We we're gonna talk about leaders. Did we miss that? That's later. That's oh, later. fine. All right. Yeah, that's later. Yeah. Hey, I'm Just the host this out. time. You're right. Yeah, I'll relax, shut up. bro. Go. Yeah. Go. All right. <laughs> best, best real estate tech you saw in 2023. What is the best thing you saw out there? Um. Can I? Can I throw a couple? Well, sure. It's our pod. Okay. We can do All right. Because. Yeah. Um, I think there's some really interesting stuff going on uh, in the space of AI. I'm, mm -hmm. for everybody knows, I, I think AI is the greatest thing ever and also the devil. So everybody knows where I stand <laughs> on artificial intelligence. Um, you've, you've, you've done a very good job at covering both sides of I the just conversation sure on that. that. So, yeah, uh, no, sure. There's some really interesting tech going on in the assistant arena. Um, and I think that, I think there's going to be a future here where you're going to see this the the AI get very intelligent on how it um, on how it works and understands 
you know, each individual, like it, it just how it integrates in your calendar and just ideas mm -hmm. of it seeing that you're going to be 20 minutes late to the appointment and it calls your client automatically and lets them know. I just think there's some really interesting stuff in that space. There's a lot of companies coming out in that space of that, that assistant as Spencer's got one, Spencer Raskoff's got one going on. Howard Tager has one in voice, which is so cool, by the way, if you haven't yep, seen that. Very cool. Very, um, very cool. And then I'll throw another one in. Um, so reimagine uh, AI or RE, I forget which. I'll pull it. Uh, reimagine home. Like that's what it is. Uh, mm -hmm. .ai. I thought it was interesting. I, I know there's some players in this space, but I, I just think it's fascinating to watch the AI take a crummy looking house <laughs> yeah. and it will it will change the floors, the walls, refurnish <laughs> it, and it and it looks like a completely different home. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some pretty cool tech that they're doing on that and going it. it I think there's some very interesting ways to showcase a home um, in the future, or now actually for that matter, where you can visualize what it can look like versus what it does look like and in a very cost-effective, easy way. Um, yeah. I, I think there's yeah. some really interesting tech going on in that space. Um, I agree. And the most important things to buyers and interestingly enough to sellers because everyone's castle is everyone's favorite castle is their own is photographs like yeah. the the imagery look real estate is a voyeuristic uh, it's consumed with its eyes first and uh anything you can do to up that i think is important and will provide value we do have to sort of work through some of the disclosure stuff right like if you show me a house that looks one way and i show up and it looks a really different way i'm kind of pissed as a consumer i don't understand right? what you mean yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah, there's. Yeah, I'm not. I almost did a dating no, analogy, which kidding. might have gotten us canceled. Don't do so that. I'm glad I don't. Do I that. didn't. I didn't. I edited for once. So anyway, I think we got to work through that. But I think you're right. Okay, you said you had a couple. Uh, I think some of the stuff that's happening around uh, imagery, I think, is really cool. What else do you got? Uh, yeah. Milestones is pretty amazing. I think they're doing some really cool stuff there. You and I have talked about that mm -hmm. quite a mm -hmm. bit. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I have to plug the fact that we're all involved in the industry is involved in a venture called raise just full disclosure. Yeah. And we're mm -hmm. involved in that, that business. Check that out. I think that will be biased, but I genuinely believe what the timing of that product, um, and coming to market this year is, is going to be one of the most important products in residential real estate, uh, for value yeah, sure. proposition of the agent. So at a time where we should, and will be having a discussion with buyers on providing value, um, it is certainly a tool that does that. Yeah. Yes. No, and again, scary. full disclosure, uh, we are involved in that. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But take a look, see what you think. Yeah. You mentioned mine, actually, so I'll shift to mine. Best real estate tech I saw in 2023 was milestones.ai. Mm. Um, you touched on it lightly. Uh, it's Go great. Deep on it. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have been passionate for God, probably a decade and a half about solving the problem of the fact that more than 90% of the people say they would use their real estate agent again, and less than 20% actually do. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is, is it's not their job to remember us. It is our job to be memorable. And we don't do a great job at that. And there's a lot of reasons why, first of all, no human being uh, is very good at, at making decisions that will benefit them five, ten, you know, seven, 10 years down the line. We're, we're not wired for that. It isn't how our brains work. So that's all of us. Then in this industry where sometimes I think people forget, real estate agents wake up every day and they have no idea where their next paycheck is going to come from. No idea. Yet those bills keep showing up every single month. 
And that causes the industry to be more near-term focused. That's, that's just survival, right? That's, that is the basic hierarchy of needs. Most people couldn't handle not getting a check every two weeks or once a month or whatever your payment cycle is. And so that with a bunch of other stuff. So Milestones basically is working towards and has done some very interesting things on that sort of life cycle of home ownership. Mm-hmm. James, you and I have had many a whiskey. Well, let's say it's your, this. you've been talking about it longer than anyone candidly. Yeah. And, <laughs> so, uh, it's the best yeah. thing I've seen so far at trying to solve for that and getting trajectory towards solving for, um, being relevant in a, in a real way. The, the problem with most of what's out there is that it isn't, it isn't relevant at the intimate real estate's this really intimate transaction. I mean, you know, things about your buyers and your sellers that their parents don't know that their, uh, best friends don't know you, you, it is an intimate transaction. And most of what I've seen that's out there lacks that intimacy and milestones still have some work to do, but I love the trajectory and at their soul, they understand the intimacy and, and the level of connectivity that's required. Uh, to bridge that gap. So mine would be milestone there. You, you know, it's interesting because I remember you telling me this once and I, I, it's literally stuck with me. You were talking about this before milestones was even milestones. You were, we yeah. were having this conversation over <clears throat> cocktails yeah. uh, as usual. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's coffee or cocktail. Whatever. So yeah. it's unfiltered. It could be whatever it wants. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were talking about that. I vividly remember this conversation that if we can actually get good at staying in touch with our clients mm-hmm. over the eight to 10 to 12 or 13, whatever the hell the year is, the amount of years that they own the property before they actually go to sell and, and buy a home again, that the whole concept of portals becomes irrelevant. Yeah. And I, I, I always remembered that cause I'm going, I was like, okay, what do you mean? And then you were like, well, think about it. If the client's in touch with me, if I have a relationship with them, like a, not just a phony sending stupid CRM emails, but like an actual relevant, yeah sending them information they need to know their appliances uh their refrigerators on recall here's the process to do it came mm-hmm. from the realtor mm-hmm. uh, that the reality is when they think about selling they don't go to a portal they go directly back to the agent they've had a relationship with and the portals become irrelevant and yeah it's it's interesting because you know that's exactly what zillow is trying to do with their super app is to create this Mm-hmm. box for that consumer yes. to stay in because their business model is flawed in that if the customer doesn't come back and they can't charge that referral fee or make a lead out of it, yeah, they have a financial problem, which is why they've been diversifying their business among other things. But it's just, yeah. you've been on this for like eight years. You've been talking well, about it. It's so. it's because, and uh, I'm a soapbox for two minutes. Someone start a timer. Uh, we, this industry gets so freaked out over threats, right? Everything's a threat. Every everything's gonna everything's a freaking i almost did it again i'm a little riled up this morning you should Uh, everything's a game-changing technology right and we're gonna disintermediate the real estate agents and so agents are all freaked like look if you just solved that problem as a real estate professional you would never ever worry about the next whatever the next thing is that's supposed to take us out as an industry it won't matter because when they the connectivity between a buyer and a seller and their real estate agent is deeper than anyone outside the industry understands. And if we can maintain that, then all these threats aren't threats. Yeah. They, they'll just call you or text you or, you know, someday, I don't know, send a thought wave to you or however we're going to communicate in the future. It won't matter. All well, right, let's shift the, here. It's the fact oh, that yep. just like 
just because like you you have a list of people that you use. I mm-hmm. do at least. Yep. And I just use them. I don't go shop them all the time. Like I, my no. handyman is my guy. Like he comes to my yeah. house and does everything. The end. And like sure. I'm not on Angie's list trying to find somebody ten dollars cheaper. I'm like I just know he does his job and he does it well. And I just want to have it taken care of. So. Yeah, like, look, I've started lifting again. My shoulder's killing me because I've ruined it over, you know, decades of acting like an idiot in my life. And I'm trying to figure out what to do that's not surgery. And so I have three people that I trust with this. And one's my sister. She's a doctor. One's my trainer. He's a smart guy. And like, I've asked that. I've done a ton of Google searches. I've done a ton of Google searches. And, but the, what those three people say means so much more to me <laughs> than than the Google searches. Yeah. All right, we'll get off that soapbox. Okay, shifting gears. What real estate tech? So we said the best thing you saw in twenty twenty three. What do you? What real estate tech do you think we'll see or will be the have the biggest impact in twenty twenty four? So same question, but for twenty twenty four, not for twenty twenty three. We'll have the biggest impact. Huh? Or are you most excited about or I mean, I think that I, I I've I get excited about the AI assistant piece. Yeah. I think there's something really interesting there because we only have so much time in the day. Mm-hmm. I think about like my schedule and the godforsaken amount of hours that I work. And if <laughs> I could re- if I could get an hour back by just having if I could just get an hour back by having my emails responded to that didn't require yeah. like just I just and I know I'm the same as any other real estate agent that's running around. You've got kids. You're you're you know you're meeting with clients. Like all of the little things add up into big things. I think there's yeah. going to be some really interesting evolution in how to make people more efficient. I'm also really excited about that because we only have so much time. Time is yeah. money. So mine is actually generative AI as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a little more specific in lead nurture. Uh, not just assistant in your pocket, uh, mostly because I think real estate agents in general are kind of terrible at starting conversations. Uh, they're pretty rejection avoidant as a species. And, but man, once the conversation starts, they are fire. I mean, they are great once the conversation starts. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned in passing, Howard Tager has some pretty cool tech around this. I've looked at a few others, um, uh, Robert Reardon and his team at Constellation yeah. are working on something yeah. that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, the company that really cracks the code on finding your voice and how to start conversations in an authentic way so that an agent can then jump into the conversation and run with it. Uh, I think we will see that in 2024. That will exist in 2024. And that the agents that really embrace that and don't get stuck in the it's not me. It's not, you know, this, this isn't exactly what I would say. You got to let a little bit of that go. If it gets close enough where it's still authentic and your voice and that can start the conversation and then you just jump in. It's going to get agents, there though. It will, it's going to get it there. Yep. It'll eventually those, be able to talk in your voice and that's where it's going to get all wonky, but whatever. So. Yeah. And that's there now. I mean, yeah. I know some agents that are doing short form video content where they write a script and the, and the, uh, the voice AI just talks, they don't do any, like, they don't do anything. They write a script and get some B-roll and bang. Also the downfall of America, but whatever. Yeah, but then they'll develop an AI that can identify the fake AI. Like, and then we'll think we'll it's fine. fake, that it's a fake AI saying it's... it's. And then it'll be just like today with the news. So <laughs> it's fine. Good point. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> and yet we still exist. All right. Yeah. Shifting gears to the one you wanted earlier. If you're ready to tell us the best leader in real estate for 2023, and it's R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N, James, so that when you say it, I just want you to pronounce my name yes, right. Go ahead. I 100% yep. agree. Um, <laughs> I'm picking two. I'm cheating. Okay. And they're going to be That's two okay. completely people that most people would, uh, they're not going to know one of them. Uh, or maybe somewhat, and then the other they'll know, but I get to give them credit. So my first is a gentleman named Ed Zorn. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm picking mm -hmm. Ed Zorn is uh, he's the general counsel uh, for uh, CRMLS, largest MLS in the country. That guy is been so dead on accurate about everything mm -hmm. related to these lawsuits from the beginning to end. And nobody knows how much... Uh, this guy is is working behind the scenes to help the industry move in the right direction, um, and I and I I've learned so much from him this year, uh, which is candidly when people are like, "Oh, you're the authority on," him. I'm like, "No, I'm talking to smarter people than me. I just have access to them." Um, <laughs> which, by the way, is how you become an authority. So I mean, doing, but like, it's job. not. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know this stuff. I'm talking mm -hmm. to lawyers. He is one of many, but he's by far yes. one of my favorite. And the other one is this, and I'm going to be controversial here. I Shocker. think Rob Hahn is deserves to be looked at for this role. The notorious as well. one, the notorious Rob R O B, the notorious R O B. So he is the most controversial. <laughs> I love this guy dearly. He, if too. you want to have a depressing conversation, Rob's your guy. Um, yeah. And and he has been on this long before. Way before. Every other person in residential real estate, and his and is he accurate. is a he is a you know retired lawyer. He is very smart, mm -hmm. um, and with re and I'm re I'm narrowing in here because there's a lot of stuff, Rob, and I don't agree on. I know you know that too, Keith. We all have to have long <laughs> fun conversations. What's but funny though, and that I'll let you do your thing, but Rob and I usually agree on trajectory. Yeah, he just always thinks the world's going to end in seven minutes. Well, he kind of wants it's... that too. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we we don't agree on speed, but we usually agree on the direction. All right, continue. Well, I'm just his coverage of things and his research and analysis yeah. on stuff has been better than anyone in the business. And yep. again, he's not right all the time, and he says a lot of controversial stuff. I'm sure we do too, but that guy deserves credit for. Uh, for talking about this all the way back to 2019 when these cases were filed and has been ringing the bell for a long time. And so in my opinion, I think from the people that have had the ability to see where the industry is going and forecast with related to where we are today, I think those yep. two individuals have been um, in, in, in many cases not given the credit that's due for how they've been able to cover things. So yeah, we're not uh, in any way financially involved, in Rob's newsletter. No. But uh, it is one that I recommend. It's, uh, let me look it up real quick. It is the notorious notoriousrob.com. Uh, um, and I recommend you subscribe. You it should, by it. the way. It's you not should. very expensive. Yeah, and the articles he writes are amazing. You got to pick through the stuff like anything yeah, and anyone. Sure. But like, I always learn something from something that he writes. Always. So Same. Same. What about uh, you? Okay. Who's yours? I ducked this question a little bit. Um, I didn't pick a specific person. I picked a leadership archetype. So oh, my answer clever. for best leader in real estate for 2023 is anyone. I don't care if you're running an office, if you've got a small independent, if you are a giant company like anywhere, anyone who kept their agents in the game and focused in 2023. 
we were at peak distraction, peak burnout, Fair. peak frustration, peak drama, peak uh, it, like everything except selling houses was being talked about. And anyone who managed to keep their agents in the game in 2023, you, if you can hear my voice, are my favorite leader it's for 2023. Year. It is rough. It was rough. Yeah. All right. Biggest surprise. This could be industry. This could be um, economically. It could be politically. Anything you want. Biggest surprise. Biggest thing that made James Dwiggins' eyebrows go up and go, huh, in 2023. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get us canceled. Go. Um. <laughs> No, I want to know what that was. I really want to. Whatever you were about to say, say that. Go ahead. It's fine. We I'm going to get pissed off everybody by saying right. it. But we have good day I, jobs. We can figure it out. The surprise for me is that we're running into an election with with these two individuals. I just, <sighs> yeah. I just cringe for this country. I'm being yeah. honest, and I'm like, this no, is being I, totally vulnerable. But yeah. I couldn't think of two worse people that we're going to vote on for president. And like, it is. I'm just going. This is what we've got, really. <laughs> um, and I, I worry, I worry mm -hmm. a lot for just where we are as a country that we're, that we're not looking for better representation of who we are as a society. I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, yeah, there's that. That's where All my right. brain went. So I'm being they, honest. So. I like it. I like it. It's, it's, it's called unfiltered for a reason. Okay. I'll ground us a little more. My biggest surprise <laughs> in 2023 <laughs> was, uh, the fed pivot. Uh, yeah, Uncle Powell. Fair. Yeah, in a, over a 14-day period, he had a press conference 14 days before his big announcement that said, any talk of rate reductions, this is a quote from his speech, any talk of rate reductions are premature. And he repeated his hire for longer mantra that he's been on for years, literally. 14 days later, he got on the microphone and started singing love songs to the to the financial markets. I mean, he was uh, he he was dovish is an understatement. He basically <laughs> released like flocks of doves yeah. into the sky, took raising rates off the table, started flirting with language, started talking rate cuts, <clears throat> and even flirted with language, speaking to as many as five rate cuts in twenty twenty four in two weeks. Yeah. I don't know what he did over that two week period. I mean, maybe he went on a trip with someone that he loves he deeply. He was in Berkeley, and when you maybe say trip, he, I think mushrooms, but that's uh, fine. Maybe, so. yeah, he might have gotten a hold of some of the wacky tobacco. I don't know what he did, but I have not seen a bigger pivot in 2023. Hey, you know what? I'm fine with it. Let him just, let him, oh, let no. him eat those things, whatever he's doing, because it helped I'm the rates fan. come down. So I'm, I'm yeah. a fan, but wow. That was a big one. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, Notice we both went with government, though, by the way. Just keep keep calm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great point. What do you think will be the biggest surprise in 2024? Settlement. <clears throat> Ooh, spicy. What do you mean? Uh, the industry will settle these cases. Got it. Um, so. Despite the, the PR campaign going on about uh, appeal and, and everything, which, by the way, it's clear. NAR has to do that. I understand the point of it. But I think a settlement will happen. I don't think it's possible for the industry to continue uh, dealing with copycat litigation, it's expensive. Uh, and I think that you will see a push for a national settlement to take our licks. We, we got a, we have one in the lose column and, uh, figure out more importantly, and this is the most important part I'm going to say about this is to start helping the customer 
um, and make sure that we're there to do it because I, I fear a world where there's no representation as well. Mm. And mm. I'm not saying that's the end, but it, I think that a settlement will occur. I think it will be controversial. I think there'll yeah. be lots of people and lots of camps on it, but my prediction is that happens in 2020, or at least the outline of a settlement that's proposed and agreed to by the plaintiffs and defendants. So. Yeah, that's a good one. And I think it's, I think it's possible. Um, and it would it, somehow, I think it's very possible and it will be a big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is, uh, the market, the real estate market. Uh, I think that when we look back at the end of 2024, I, I think we would be pleasantly surprised at the results uh, for the individuals who remained steadfast and focused and operated their business like a business and didn't get distracted. And uh, those folks, it, people are going to grab market share in 2024. Mm -hmm. And and the ones who do are going to look back and go, damn, that was a great year. I, I didn't think it would be, or I wasn't sure. And they're going to look back and be pleasantly surprised. All right. This is the question we always ask our guests. And now we're going to ask each other. Uh, and this, look, this doesn't have to be, you don't have to give some burp, 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 I'm a CEO business answer. You might have a TV show that just was an escape that you really loved that you think uh, our listeners should hear about. But best book, pod, movie, or TV show in 2023? I have been listening to a lot of podcasts for obvious reasons, just wanting to make sure we're, we're doing our job correctly. Um, yep. And I have hooked in on pretty aggressively the Joe Rogan experience. And yeah, the reason is uh, I just love how he asks questions mm -hmm. and the, the just the diversity of his guests, both mm -hmm. guests that he does not agree with on anything and guests <laughs> that he does agree with on everything. And I've learned more from that podcast with some mm -hmm. of the guests he's had on there from scientists. I watched one with a lady who's an expert on honeybees and the effect it's having on agriculture. It's just, it's just to me, I just, it's fascinating. I think that is an incredibly fun podcast to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I just like the fact it goes all over the place. There's no agenda. It's just really interesting people and really interesting conversations. Yeah, so. it, it is. Uh, it's a great podcast. Uh, there are times where I'm like, geez, Joe. Like, no, I get not, it. And Joe Rogan is That's not quite Joe. science. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. what I love is he is a brilliant interviewer. And um, he, he's very thoughtful. Even when he doesn't agree, he's not. Like, he talks the way I wish. He communicates the way I wish we all would which is when I don't agree with you, I don't have to yell at you. I don't have to call you names. Yeah. I don't have to scream at you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some probing questions and yeah. challenge your thoughts. And I'm open to being convinced that I'm wrong. And I think he doesn't want to. I just think that. I'm more, I'm more interested in the guests he has because he gets people I've never heard of. And just the conversations yeah. like yeah. he had these scientists on talking about how an asteroid potentially hit the North American <laughs> yeah. continent. It was just, but it was fad. <laughs> the science they were showing was like, I had no idea. It was really fascinating. So, anyways, that's yeah. Mine. We're, we're gonna get we're gonna get crushed in the comments that Joe Rogan. Whatever, I don't care. So you asked me the question, and that's that. <laughs> I did. I so, like it. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. All right, my best book, pod, TV show, twenty twenty three is, uh, and this actually came from the podcast. One of my favorite things about the podcast is when we ask this question, I always order the book or order the Audible or subscribe to the pod right away. Um, and uh, Damian Ailes gave us this one, "Born to Run" on Audible, uh, which is the uh, autobiography of Bruce Springsteen, read by Bruce Springsteen. And if you're 50-something, like I am, uh, Bruce Springsteen <laughs> hit at a particular time in my life that was very memorable. And uh, it was it was like having Bruce Springsteen in your living room 
telling you stories for hours and hours and hours. It was my favorite listening experience for 2023. All right, we got a few more, and we're running out of time. So let's hit these real quick. Um, what pissed you off the most in 2023? <laughs> the narrative that a bunch of sellers got together because they were complaining about the way the industry operates and, and, you know, filed a class action suit when we all know it had nothing to do with a bunch of sellers getting together, that this was lawyers getting together, looking for people to create this mess. And I know it and the lawyers know it and they're going to bullshit around the fact that like, Oh yeah, representative, you did not, you drummed it up and you created Mm -hmm. it. And now we're, in this really difficult spot, not only for the industry, and I'm not saying our industry doesn't need to change, but I just genuinely, it pisses me off that this is such an infrequent transaction and we're making it more difficult for buyers and sellers. That to me is a, that pissed me off. So yeah. Weren't some of the sellers who filed the suit literally on the stand saying uh, things like they, they had, had no problem with, with their agent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, mine. Here's what pissed me off the most in 2023. The negativity and distraction in residential real estate as an industry. Good Lord, folks. Like, turn it off. Please focus on your business. Focus on your clients. Let go of all of the bullshit. Like, set it aside. You could not pay attention to a lot of this stuff and go service the people who know you, trust you, and love you at the highest level, and you will have a great great 2024 so um the drama llama of residential real estate makes me tired sometimes and i the it's funny the positive people that i know are the ones who are winning always the people who can shake it off and you know uh, in i don't know what why this analogy popped in my head but they in dog training they call it bounce back like how quickly can you correct the dog when you're training it and it bounce back and it's ready to learn right and i think the agents who have the best bounce back are the ones who are going to thrive in this next few years in residential real estate okay this probably is the this is the final and probably the most important question for us in forecasting for 2024 james how many f-bombs will you drop <laughs> on the pod in 2024 how many What's your over under on F bombs from you? We're at one. We had one in 2023, not a full year. Just so you have context before you pick your number. Uh, how many F bombs from you in 2024? Depends on how frustrated I get with all the decisions yeah. our industry is doing. No, but... my number's big. So you go ahead. Well, I was, look, I was really good last year. I mean, you, you know me. Like, if you're in yeah, person, no. you know, I don't mind. Yeah. It's one. who I am. It's people are like, you shouldn't swear. I'm yeah. like, get over it or don't listen. Like, that's just who I am. I'm authentic. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, what had one last year so i'm gonna yeah, go with one uh, in, one last year but we didn't have a full year of pods we fair started in january uh, so i'm gonna go with that in. i'm gonna go with 10 it's gonna happen that's crazy we did not work on this ahead of time folks james does not know my number mine is at nine and a half uh <laughs> mine is at nine and a half because like any good bookie i i, I want the half a point in there because there's more people who lose that way <laughs> I just like the part, this is a conversation that, and I'll, I'll end it on this. I just feel like there's, I feel like authenticity is important. And I Mm -hmm. think we're, I think Americans are, are tired of the lack of authenticity. I'm being careful with my words here, but it's just, um, 
it, it it's it's like if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to say how I feel, and yeah. I think that we should all do that a little bit more. Um, if you're mad, be mad, share those emotions, get them out, yeah. let's move on. You know, so yeah. I, well, and, yeah, and and look, we started this podcast because we wanted an escape, right? We we started this because we thought we need an hour of fun in our lives. Let's go do something for an hour a week where we can just talk and share our thoughts and i guess from what i've been told as far as trends and stuff it's kind of turning into something of significance which is cool and thank you by the way everybody's listening and viewing yeah we appreciate that that. thank you um if you don't want to hear someone say f then this probably isn't pod for you and that's okay (laughs) right like that doesn't mean we need it in every sentence they don't have to be sentence enhancers right but we're also going to say what we think and express ourselves to the best of our ability and not be too embarrassed if our moms listen to it. That's what we're shooting for. At least that's what I'm shooting for. So, so how many are you uh, going to have in 2024? Uh, I you will, didn't have one. I will have my first one in 2024. I will say that most oh. likely. I'm sure something's going to almost happen today. <laughs> it did. It was it was perilously close today. <laughs> Sorry, Mama. You tried. You raised me right. I promise. Uh, I just uh, am kind of an idiot. So that's it. There is our look back at 2023 and our thoughts about 2024. Uh, we've got some from, great guests coming on though, too, by yeah, the way, 2020, yeah, yeah. this is going to be a most interesting year for our pod because yeah. our lineup is, it's going to be, solid. uh, it's pretty, not that last year wasn't amazing, but that trend of is going to continue. So, yeah. Um, and let's end on this, uh, to the people who have subscribed and listened. Thank you. Uh, I know I am honestly surprised maybe I shouldn't be, but the fact that you all carve 30 to 50 to 60 minutes out of your day to listen to a couple idiots on a microphone. <laughs> tell you what you think means a lot to us. Um, and we try to honor that. We try to honor that with who we get and how we get them and the questions that we ask. So uh, we'll take two seconds to thank you very much for listening. And Ditto. we got more stuff coming your direction in 2024. James, this was uh, this was a good idea you had. Let's start a podcast. I'm glad you did it. Ah, you know, it was like you said. It was it's supposed to be a fun thing to to just do whatever. It turned into a big thing. We got to get our act together. We have yeah. tens of thousands of listeners and viewers now. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm but, not putting on a tie. I just no, I'm not either. But I'll tell you, it's gonna get uh, <clears throat> it's gonna get juicy this year with all the stuff we have coming on. So stay stay tuned. Lots yep. of stuff coming out. Watch for the new releases, and we'll. Uh, See you on the next episode. Yeah. Bye, y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Talk to you later. It's our job to say out loud what everybody's only thinking to themselves. It's your job to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. (laughs) 